0: Chapter 12 of Chinook the Cinnamon Cub This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chinook the Cinnamon Cub by Alan Chaffee In the Raven's Nest That winter was a mild one, and though Mother Cinnamon Bear slept most of it away in the den among the rocks— She wouldn't let the cubs come with her. Ever since she had gone off on that trip without them, she had left them more and more to their own devices, till now she told them plainly that they must find themselves a place to hibernate. Snooky found another den just big enough for herself and lined it with pine needles to make it soft and warm. Chinook preferred a hollow tree, from which hung great clusters of gray-green mistletoe with its wax-white berries. Several times they had crossed the trail of Cougar, the mountain lion, and he was glad to find a hole into which he himself could barely squeeze, and high enough above ground that Cougar wouldn't be likely to notice it as he went by. There he would sleep for a while, say, several weeks, longer if it turned too cold. Then he would sally forth for a few mice, but he found he hadn't much of an appetite when he didn't exercise. It was not till April that the cubs learned why Mother Brown Bear had thought the old cave would be crowded. There were two new little brown bears and a black one, and their mother wouldn't let anyone so rough as the yearling cubs come near the helpless mites, for when the new baby brothers and sister had been born, they had been no larger than long-legged cocker spaniel babies and not half so well-clothed. Even when they were two months old, they were barely strong enough to follow their mother when she went out for mushrooms. Huh, they're no good, decided Snooky and Chinook. We can have more fun by ourselves. They couldn't remember that they too, just a 12 month ago, had been blind and helpless and no end of nuisance. It was along in May that Snooky took a notion to explore the cliff wall high above the foaming waters of the Swollen River. Chinook preferred to stay down by the river, spearing the salmon who came leaping over the falls and swimming upstream against the rapids to lay their eggs in the shallows, where the newly hatched fish would be safer than they would have been in the ocean. Snooky, reaching the windswept edge of the canyon wall where nothing but twisted mountain pines and junipers could keep their foothold, found the dwarfed trees flattened out to leeward of the wind that blew steadily from off the broad Pacific. The little bear found that she could walk right on top of the low-flung branches. So closely were they matted from years of clinging together for mutual protection. Some of these sturdy, dwarfed, and ancient trees grew so low and so roof-like that Snooki could barely stand upright under the canopy they made. It was a wonderful place to play. A mammoth bird's nest had been tucked away in a cranny of the rocks, right on the canyon rim, and at first a great blackbird sat on it. By and by, Snooky saw the great blackbird was gone and that a black speck winged its way down to the river. This seemed like a good time to inspect that nest. She found five delicious tasting eggs, and she had just finished her meal and was trying to lick the egg from her chin when the great bird came back. It was Mrs. Raven, and my, what threats and insults did she screech at Snooky! At her cries, Mr. Raven, too, appeared and joined in the clamor, and all this time their visitor was too surprised to think, then the mother bird was upon her, beating her with her wings. The little bear hit her eyes, but her ears were still exposed, and she gave a squeal of protest, for they would have driven her right over the canyon rim, and Snooky had no wings. Then the father raven pecked a beakful of fur right out of the middle of her back. Suddenly the little bear remembered the tunnels of dwarf pine trees just above, and making a blind dash for them, with the bird still beating her, she crawled under the shelter, where the ravens could not follow. My, but she was a sore little bear, but here she was, at any rate, safe, if not altogether sound, and she told herself she knew something about ravens that Chinook hadn't learned. Besides, those eggs certainly were delicious, she comforted herself, as she curled up to sleep off her troubles. End of chapter 12 Recording by Valentina Vicelli